0: Welcome to the WrestleManiacs, better known as the Mothership, presented by the Sideline Junkies. Here your hosts, the people's choice, the Nubian sumo, and the big guy.
1: Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, it is not a drill. It is not the Monday night delight. It is the Sideline Junkies coming with the last part of Wrestlemania weekend, the Monday after Wrestlemania, it is myself, the people's choice, along with the (laughs) hardest working sumo in the business, don't know what he does, don't know if he got a job like Tommy, but we know he's hard working, you got the newbie and sumo on the other side of the table, what up James?
0: What's happening, and I just clocked out of my job, thank you very much.
1: You ain't got no job, Tommy.
0: I got a, I got a job, <laughs> and it ain't this. Cause this ain't paying. Ain't that? Even though truth. I just, even though I was just told I was about to get paid double because somebody didn't show up again tonight, but nothing from nothing leaves nothing, right?
1: And that's the truth. Unless you're on my side of the street, then you at least get the penny residual from nothing. <laughs> It's the least we can do. It's the least we could do. Maybe we'll give you a high five or something like that at some point. Maybe yeah. like in 2021, but we'll we'll get it. We'll get it to you. It's in the mail.
0: In the words of Gorilla Monsoon, the pat on the back is about 18 inches away from a kick in the
1: ass. <laughs> the rate that things went tonight for Monday Night Raw, that that's pretty apropos. I will say that uh to say the least. So given what could be done. Based off of all this uh Rona-itis and everything else that's going on in the world. We had, surprisingly, more appearances, one way or another, good or bad or indifferent, for the Monday night. The, the reset of the WWE year or season, depending on how you want to look at it. Um, so, we'll just break it down really quick. A nice little succinct show talking about some of the highlights that uh, we saw and then some of the yeah they could have kind of did a little different uh in reference to how they were taping but that's just my perspective so we opened everything up with Oscar versus Liv Morgan for Oscar's I guess redemption you were talking about Oscar going solo so that she could have a little bit more of her glory back and she went against Liv Morgan. So you pretty much got your wish. How do you feel about that as an opener?
0: Well, they had a pretty decent match, you know, as an opener, you know, for a Raw. Uh, they didn't do too much. Didn't do too little. It was just just enough. So, uh, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I, I
1: agree with that. That, w- that led us into pretty much the elephant in the room coming to fruition. And that's that the Becky Lynch Shayna Baszler deal is not done. So we don't know if that means that Shayna's going into Money in the Bank. We don't know if based off Becky's promo, if she want this, all she got to do is show up and come see me. If that means that we're going to have them going again for a stipulation at Money in the Bank, we don't know. But if it's not over, that means it's not over. So the the Rematch clause is back, I guess. Or the, the, the throwback, whatever you want to call it. But I will say that I was shocked that they made a change going into this next match that kind of retweet what I was expecting to have happen come NXT and then going forward. So I would say, and you can let me know if you agree or disagree, James, the theme of the night is stretch in a couple different spots. The first stretch was Street Profits versus Hector Garza and Austin Theory 2, which ended in a DQ thanks to Zelina Vega, which became Bianca Belair versus Zelina Vega, which ended in a DQ, which led to the Street Street Profits with Bianca Belair versus Garza, Theory, and Zelina Vega.
0: Which made me right from last night.
1: I was getting there. Give me a moment. <laughs> I was getting there, even though some people don't remember the props that were given last night. I was about to give you the props. You just jumped in early, like you do. So, you were you were under the right uh, idea there, and that was what maybe, gosh, four or five segments that they stretched. Yeah, that they match stretched
0: too. that. They stretched that like Stretch Armstrong. I was yeah. like, wow.
1: So, I mean, it was good to see. It was good. We were talking about it, how the fact that Zelina is a wrestler by first and then manager, stable owner, second. So it was good to see her wrestle. Um, Bianca Belair was still, I guess you could consider it the giant in the room when it came down to her and, and Zelina going one-on-one. But and she, still, and
0: she announced that she was raw now.
1: I was about to get there, yeah. She goes there. So that debunked all of the ideas that I had about Charlotte v. Bianca. Because then they also announced earlier in the the day and in the match as well, or, or in Monday Night Raw and earlier in the day, that we still have NXT TakeOver USA happening this Wednesday, which there is the ladder match to become number one contender, to which Bianca Belair is not in the ladder match. So that meant that technically she would have been facing Charlotte anyway. So they just went ahead and just made the call to bring her up. As long as they don't bury her, that means, I guess, we're basically going to see Bianca versus Becky at some point. Or Bianca versus Shayna, if Shayna takes the belt from Becky. So there's still a a
0: path for that. You can still have Bianca versus Charlotte for the NXT title. That could still happen too. It's, it could still happen. It'll be to... like, it'll be like, it'll be like the Mike Awesome, ECW belt situation.
1: You, you like bringing that up, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's the second time you've would brought up Mike Awesome. I think you're the only person bringing up Mike Awesome at this point. Just <laughs> think about it.
0: Think about it. Okay, so you got an Invader Charlotte being Mike Awesome at this point. Go comes in, takes the belt from NXT. So what are you going to do? You Now you got to get Taz, Bianca Belair, to come to Raw and take the belt from Charlotte to bring it back to NXT <laughs> and then drop it to whoever they want to drop it to.
1: Yeah. It could happen. I mean, stranger things. It's a good sign to where they're starting to mix and match and and bring people in and and experiment and actually do what we've been asked for, which is not the same archetype, the same mold, or the same producer, producing the same type of match every single time. So you got fresh faces, fresh looks, fresh opportunity, which we did have that sprinkled all throughout Raw in the midst of the stretch matches. So people almost doing a Broadway uh, throughout the course of Raw, because that was the first one, but I want right. to ask you how do you feel about Bobby Lashley's promo saying he may need to get a new manager or he may need to get a new wife?
0: I called that last night
1: I'm asking you how you felt about it. I know what you said
0: I'm all right I'm, I'm just having a rem- I'm just reminding people that may not have listened to the show yet or or may not have you know gotten all the way to that part, but I'm just letting people know. I called that last night. I knew this was gonna happen. So yeah, I can see that co- I can see that coming. So yeah, it's 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 good that this that's happening. He needs to they need to switch that up. They need to do something else. This is it's a done storyline.
1: So how would you book her going back to Rusev?
0: Since you called oh, she- that she he, Rusev is gonna Rusev is gonna come back. He's gonna have a couple of matches. She's gonna be off th- off to the side talking about you know i i I know I've done wrong by you and you know I've treated you badly and I've seen the errors of my ways and I want to come back home and you know I want to have a, have our put put our relationship back together and the whole night, and he just shuns her. And he shuns her for a while, shuns her for a few months. And then all of a sudden, he's going to be in a situation with somebody that's beating him up real bad. Or he's about to lose a match and she's going to come in and do something to help him win the match. And then he's going to be like, oh, well, maybe she is on my side now. Maybe she is trying to get back together with me.
1: That had to be a big uh, match, like a you just won the world championship match. Or the, the
0: U.S. title. Well, I wouldn't do it for the U.S. China China title. Way. Or the like U.S. title.
1: But see, uh, if it go big or go home, why can't you do it upset? And because of her, which will make Rusev heel again, that's how he would win. Now, it won't be over Drew McIntyre. This could be still down the road at some point because that would be kind of unbelievable considering what we just saw at the end of Monday Night Raw. But, yeah, uh, I, I can see that booking. I, I wouldn't mind that flowing in that direction. So, good job, yeah. James. You may actually – maybe I'm getting the rub off of me. Maybe I'm rubbing off on you
0: there. Huh. Hmm. I don't know what you're talking about, but go ahead. We're going to have to look at all that.
1: But then we went to Stretch Armstrong Part 2. Alistair Black versus Apollo Cruz, Which Apollo apparently nobody knew that there's just some aimless draft picks just out there and they had expiration dates almost what, five, six months later? Like, oh, the draft pick was about to expire. What the hell do we see that in the rules? Y'all just made that up.
0: They do that to cover themselves,
1: you know. Yeah, to justify always, Apollo just being There's moved
0: always over. a player to be named later <laughs> somewhere within the draft. So.
1: Way later.
0: Right. Like,
1: we wouldn't even – nobody even remembered that there was a draft at this point. And they're like, right. oh, yeah, you know, an expiring draft pick. So I guess SmackDown has an expiring draft pick as well. But I could have swore all the picks were used up. But either way, I want to publicly, officially give props to Apollo Crews. Because that, in my opinion, out of everything that we've seen in his body of work in WWE, was the best match that he's had, period, in my opinion. It was almost kin to the level of Cedric Alexander and the Cruiserweight Classic. When the crowd was just chanting, hire him now. I mean, his his facial expressions, the way he he played up the injury, his, his athleticism. He had, well, he helped create, in my opinion, Match of the Night. And I did not mind, even though I was like, God dang, this thing is still going on. But at the same time, I was glued to the screen. To see exactly what was happening I'm thinking I think he's going to beat Alistair black I really I really think he's going to beat Alister black unfortunately it didn't happen because black mass out of nowhere I'll shut anybody down, but I know he earned Alistair black's respect and he he earned a lot of people's respect hopefully he earned Vince's respect to the point to where Vince will use him and give him more opportunities and put a belt around his waist but you know, Utah B. Like I said, it was a long match, longer than it needed to be, but it was still a phenomenal match, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, it was a gr- it was a it was a good match. I'll give you match of the night on that one. But I I, I got another question for you. Okay. If Cedric Alexander and Ricochet are the Black monkeys, does that make uh, uh, Apollo Cruz the Italian Stallion? <laughs>
1: Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Or as I or as I told as I asked my friend earlier, does that make him does that make him the Italian stallion or Rocky King?
1: No, Italian stallion.
0: Yeah, I would say Italian stallion, but he said S. D. Jones, but I'm not getting oh, it. God. Him. Oh God. Oh <laughs> god.
1: No, he didn't throw a special delivery on.
0: him. He called him special <laughs> delivery. I was like, nah, nah. I ain't oh, gonna do that gosh. to him. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. No, he's got more potential than SD.
0: If he's gonna but, be a Jones, I'd say Rufus saw a freight train, but I won't say SD.
1: No, no, no. No, no disrespect to SD because he was uh, good at his time, but Apollo Cruz is is by far a better athlete with a lot more potential, and hopefully this is the 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 precipice of him about to break through that plastic ceiling and doing something. The only key. To his success now is not what he could do in a squared circle, but what he can do when he gets that microphone in his hand. He has to take this platform and talk and make people believe. Kind of like when Drew McIntyre at the end, we didn't talk about this last night, at the end of his match reached out almost, and I had a Dusty Rhodes flashback to when he was reaching out to all his fans saying, I'm doing it for you, send me your power. Send me your prayers. Send me your hopes, your dreams, your wishes for me to be able to beat Ric Flair, you know, all that stuff. When I saw Drew do that, I'm like, oh man, he's he's there. He is there without a shadow of a doubt. So if Apollo could take this moment, this phenomenal match, and then get on the microphone in the subsequent weeks and drop promos that are gonna be liquid gold and make people emotionally invested in his character. Wherever he's gonna go, whatever he wants to be, or whatever he wants to portray, I I I'm 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 in. But if he doesn't, well, time to start jobbing again.
0: Well you notice Drew is uh using lyrics from his first interest theme, right?
1: No, I didn't I didn't even pay attention. I missed that.
0: Yeah, he's saying I've had broken dreams and now I'm making them come true. Oh yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, that was the lyrics from this original entrance thing. So that, that was cool that he, he threw back to threw that. Threw back right to
1: himself, back. yeah.
0: Yeah, so. But, yeah, if Uha Nation decides he wants to start talking on the mic like he's supposed to, you know, or like he needs to, yeah, he should be all right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he, he can cash his own check. He'll be an continental champion. He'll be U.S. champion with no no problems he'll surpass Aleister Black and his potential because Aleister Black is kind of like a, a newer version of Randy Orton. You have to have something to play off of. You have to have somebody to cut the promo off of to become believable. And NXT, they had that perfected. But in WWE, it just has to be the right pairing. And that's the only difficulty with Alistair Black is he has to have the person to play off of.
0: Well, Aleister Black is Rocky King right now. Yes. <laughs> So, then you talked about he, he the- goes from he goes from a WrestleMania match to bringing in the new guy into the company.
1: Well, no, I mean Apollo was already there. He's not really bringing him in.
0: He's been there two, two or three times. But I'm just saying he bring he's bringing in the new guys. So, of course, they're gonna have a nice, like you said, this match, this match went way too far, but it was supposed to go at least ten. Because he's a new guy, he's the new guy coming in, and he that has to establish himself coming in to Raw. So I wasn't sure who they were gonna give the duke to on this one. Because I mean, you got a guy just coming off of a WrestleMania match against a guy who's coming in brand new, so to speak, to Raw. So who you gonna give it to? Who's gonna make who look good? Or hopefully they'll make each other look good. But yeah. who you gonna give the duke to? All right. So that's the, only reason, that's the only thing that kept me on the match because otherwise I, that, I would have needed a reason to stick around because that match went way too long.
1: Like I said, Stretch Armstrong, stretch Armstrong Part 2. <laughs> but the, luckily those were the only two stretch matches that we had. Then we had your boys, Ricochet and Cedric Alexander against uh, Lorcan and Birch. Pretty solid match. I was, it was interesting to see. That was the, the first insurgence, I guess you could say, of NXT talent. KO cut a nice promo leading into Seth Rollins in a squash match with, we're just going to call him Denzel. Just why not? There's a Denzel in the WWE right now. Please let him cut a training day promo. At some point, just off of that, he could be made, in my opinion. But Seth whooped on Denzel.
0: Yeah, he needed to get rid of those Varsity Club tights he had on. I thought um, he was going to be Ricky, Nicky, Denzel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, Spirit Squad is back again. Or maybe do you think that was a dig on, um, uh, well, if he would have put his hand over his chest, I would have thought that would have been a wee the people dig. Let me put it that way.
0: But, uh, uh, yeah, because they're good for doing that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But he then again, who knows?
0: A little, little, little derogatory is in like that. Yeah, but he didn't get a chance to because Seth, Seth beat that boy like he owed him money.
1: I know, right? It was like if this was February, we would have had an issue with that. <laughs> but we got enough going on. So, like, all right, we're not going to pull the race card on that one. But still, he had to beat that boy. Speaking like of that.
0: race card, there were a lot of us in there in, in on this card tonight. Because we show up. <laughs> let's, we let's had get re- to.
1: No, <laughs> we had to. We like this. It's like, oh, hold up. Y'all aren't going to be there for that check? Oh, we're going to get that money. <laughs> Y'all paying people? Oh, we're there. We're there. Like, you ain't even got to ask us twice. We'll be there. Everybody I else, just, man. I
0: just hope like the Street province and Beyond get getting paid three times.
1: Yeah, I hope so. That's three different matches.
0: Three matches. They should have got paid three times.
1: Heck, Yeah. Yeah, shoot. We just gonna call it the Bel Air household because we know who the biggest star is. Just saying, calling a spade a spade. In the Bel Air household, that's two. That, that, that's four checks.
0: Technically, oh, saw it last night who wore the pants in that house. You know, she was like, "Look, you talk too much."
1: Yeah. Oh my God, that was beautiful. <laughs> that was beautiful. He, he, was, he was stretching that promo anyway, but <laughs> like, I don't need you. I can do all the EST references. I've been doing it for a year and a half. Trust me, I got this. Um, But you could have told me, James. I I know you had the inside track from the bedroom talk. You couldn't kind of give a a, a hint that Nia was going to show up tonight?
0: Bruh.
1: Not even a hint? Like,
0: hey, babe, she, man,
1: she's not like most girls, me, you know, something.
0: K-fabe. I still believe in it. K, talk I
1: talked, I, uh, I said about Tamina. you were be like, man, I hear her sisters in town. You, you could have said
0: something. Nah, she, I, I would have said something, but she, when she left, she told me not to say nothing, you know, uh-huh. especially, especially since KG was gonna be all upset about it, you know.
1: Yeah, so, this is when you decide you can keep a secret. Any other time, kayfabe, a river runs kayfabe. through
0: it. I let, I let I, I, <laughs> leave those, I, I let, I let things happen for a reason. You know that I don't say things for a reason. You know I'm, a, I still believe in K fade. So yeah. All
1: right. Well, I appreciate you not wearing her out to the point to where she could actually perform and beat the heck out of Diana And, and did
0: you hear- Actually, I held out on her for the past couple of days. That's why she beat on her like that.
1: Oh, okay. Did you hear the impact from those clotheslines?
0: lines? Oh yeah. Uh, I was
1: like, it was like cool boy. It's like, is that concussion coming? Like, God <laughs> dang. I mean that's I was having Russian sickle flashbacks. Like, is she a Kolov?
0: I thought I actually
1: I, I, I thought I, she I, was an island girl.
0: <laughs> I actually got a call from Marty Skrull and whatnot, man. It was, Tell your girl to calm down on me, woman.
1: (laughs) Well, hey, you're going to have to deal with that. Because when that sickle came that you're going to have to take that. Nakita was happy with that. But it was great to see Nia back into the fold. So where would you put Nia in reference to storyline purposes? Who would you have her feud with? Because Peraza was going back to NXT. She's still developing in NXT, so to speak. And she's only been there for, gosh... Television wise, maybe two months, two and a half months that, that she's been on NXT. Raza was just some meat to
0: throw in, you know. That's something. yeah.
1: But hey, I mean, again, is this something good to see? Pulling people from the early developmental as well as televised. But who would who's Naya gonna go after?
0: I'd have no clue. Um. I'm trying to think who who would be somebody good for her to start off with. I know it won't be a start off, but
1: Nia V. Shana would be a phenomenal match. That would be the opportunity. That'd be the equivalent of Big Show versus John Cena. Now, know that if, if, as you think about initially, it may sound like a weird correlation, but Cena made Show look huge. And show made Cena super. All the way up to when Cena picked him up and did the, the attitude adjustment. That that was a, a great match. So he was like, I don't think he's going to pick. Oh my God, he's got him up. F you. F you. That's all you could shout out. And then one, two, three. Like, you just had to go with it.
0: <laughs> she needs to go find Randy Orton out of here in a sickly state and get a receipt from that RKO she took. It Wrestle at
1: a uh, Royal Rumble.
0: Yeah, true that. <laughs> be like Izzy. Be like I won't take these shoes. I'm <laughs> a lover. I I I I I steal. I don't kill.
1: There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I would like yeah, to see those two
0: him in the back, and all of a sudden she just hit him with a some, pick him up and hit him with a samoan drop on the concrete, and be like, "Receipt, bitch."
1: Yeah. <laughs> And Paige said that she gave permission for her to use her finisher. So, uh, that, that was an extra cool thing. I was like, hold up. Does Paige know about this? But uh, that, that, was, that was a really cool, you know, nod to Paige at the end of that match as well. But, yeah, who, who would you pick? We know that Shayna may be a little bit further down the road at some point, if not a, a an encounter at WrestleMania. Do you think you would have her go against Becky?
0: Uh, no, nah, I don't think Becky because I'm still thinking Becky's gonna leave.
1: That's what I'm uh, saying. So she's got to drop the title to somebody, believably.
0: <laughs> yeah, but she—I I believe she's gonna drop it to Shane, though.
1: You think so? Because
0: they, they are good for bringing people back in and giving them title shots right away. Yeah, so, and if,
1: Naya, uh, Becky's not finished. They never settled the beef from the from the busted nose that may actually. I don't care what people say. Becky should have given uh, Naya a Christmas card, a birthday card, a bar mitzvah card, a graduation card, uh, a a daggone Hanukkah card. Every daggone made – she became made thanks to Naya. It it may have been inadvertently, but if it wasn't for that moment, if it would have been the proper shot,
0: the the man wouldn't
1: exist. The man would not
0: exist. It's always the mistakes. It's always the little mistakes that make people. Remember, the DDT was a mistake. True Jake, the the DD, Jake Roberts DDT was a mistake. It was the slip of a foot on the mat that, that created the DDT. Yep. So it's little, it's little stuff like that. That like the broken nose and whatnot that she just plays up and just and and notice she didn't wipe her face or anything she didn't mm-hmm. she didn't she sold she sold it like she actually no sold it
1: yeah because she had Bro, the wherewithal she was just like yeah come well, and get she saw me, the blood and then she was like hold on I got to keep going the wherewithal yeah. and that's when you know you have the talent when you have that that here it come I hope you're ready for this the grit. <laughs> Would you have the grit to know to press forward through? And then on the other side, the history will determine what it was. But you know that you have to finish the cameras on you. You have to finish. And when she went up into the crowd, I think that's when she was starting to realize I got something. But up until the point to where she went up into the crowd, she was just doing it off of just muscle memory and grit. And Naya on the flip side, was playing it up on the back end to build herself as a heel. I'm the one that did this. And that was helping improve her promos because now she had an identity. She wasn't just a girl to look left and to the right and then walk down, beat up a couple people. or was a bodyguard and that was it. Now she had a character. I'm the nose breaker. You owe me, chick. Now it's time for me to cash and get my receipt in. I got you the belt. I got you the WrestleMania main event. I made the man, and now the man owes me, and I'm coming to collect.
0: Well, and then I'm the man saying, can go get married. I'm going to say this. If it's not Becky, then it will probably be, in my opinion, either Liv Morgan or Oscar. Because Oscar – Liv Morgan needs the push, and Oscar needs to get back into her singles division. Right. So, so I mean, we'll, uh, those are the, those are the only two that I can think of that would make any sense this, at this at this point.
1: Okay. Speaking of uh, interesting sense, again, this is just people being, you know, featured. Humberto Carrillo went up against Brendan Fink. Uh, Brendan coming from uh, NXT's developmental. Okay.
0: Yeah, he was the guy that I was talking about a few weeks ago that was tagging with Shane Thorne mm-hmm. that was that that I that I was pretty much liking. He was he just pretty much he just pretty much took a did the job tonight. You know, he wasn't as impressive as he has been, as he was in that match with uh, Only Larkin and um, Danny Burch.
1: Yeah, because if he did, then he would have uh, eclipsed Umberto.
0: Would have overshadowed Umber- Umberto, right? Yeah. So I understand him not doing what he needed to do tonight. What he needed to do tonight, but yeah, yeah, I, I'm look I'm keeping an eye on him. I got a feeling that they're gonna really do something with him. Yeah, he's gonna be like the Tom Zink, <laughs> <laughs> the Z-Man. <laughs> oh, the good old days. That's, That's what he nice. reminds me of. He reminds me of Tom Zink.
1: Yeah. So we rounded out Raw, and we'll round out this this nice little piece of something special for you guys on a Monday uh, with, we can just call it the, the promo back-to-backs. We had Charlotte cutting her promo on how she pretty much cut her Nature Boy promo for the first time in a long time, in my opinion, on how the woman makes the title and the title doesn't make the woman. Or it's not even to be the man, you got to beat the man. She's saying the man is already here, quote-unquote, or the woman is already here, and I got another title that proves that I'm just that damn good. So that's what I was getting out of her promo, which led into the final promo of the night, which is Drew McIntyre, which was filmed, quote-unquote, after he beat uh, wow. Brock Lesnar. So I'm going to let you talk about those two promos, then we'll get into, I guess we had the after-match pop, <laughs> For the first time on national television, opposed to you know you see Raw Raw goes off the air and then you have the after match. Now we just got televised after match pop. So tell me what you thought about Charlotte and Drew's promos.
0: Well, like you said, Charlotte was just pretty much doing one of her daddy's promos. Pretty much, you know, i if you know uh, she was telling the truth on everything that she said. You know, you you can't deny anything that she said. Yeah. So, I mean, so it is what it is. You know, it's just a matter of how they're going to work it now with her and Bianca. And what's going to happen with this uh, six women ladder match on Wednesday and how that turns out. So, uh, we're just going to leave that at that for right now. And then the Drew McIntyre promo, I mean, yeah, he just... Went full babyface. Mm. I white mean, in, in the words of Stone Cold Steve Austin, he went white meat baby face. <laughs> and yep. just you know, just let you you know talk about how you know he's he, what what it took to get it done. You know, getting upset for with every F five and whatnot. You know, and and then but what it surprised me when Big Show came out.
1: Yep. And that's the aftermatch that, pop that we was talking
0: about. Right. Dodd was like, wait a minute. And he's coming out with a ref. hmm I'm like, what in the world? I mean, i I was thinking, I was like, wait a minute, is there money in the bank briefcase that I don't know about?
1: Right. <laughs> and think about <laughs> how like speaking like of King's or
0: something uh-huh. that he won that I don't remember because I'm like okay. Then he goes in like, look, you know, you, you, you the man and everything, you know, congratulations you and know, whatnot. But, you know, uh, I don't know if you the man to be holding that belt right now. I mean, you know, I'm the largest athlete in the world, you know. The only reason I'm out here is because I'm trying to promote my new show on Netflix. Yes. But, but of course, but <laughs> of course. And we well, will know, take every belt off get. of, you know, he gonna take for him to be like, if, get. and I was like, he was like Drew was like Nah, not not now, bruh. Nah, it ain't, gonna, it ain't gonna happen tonight. Oh, so you're not gonna be the champion that you say you are? Smack it like a ding dong. Yeah,
1: what the five fingers say to the face? You <laughs> pow. <U-G. laughs> <laughs> but I will say this: that was one of the best stories in a match told by the big show in a long time that was w- one of the best performances by the big show that i've seen in a long time yeah. show did his job beyond belief in that match as yeah. short as it was just to get through you know the last 15 minutes of tv or 10 minutes whatever it may have been show did his thing
0: he told a great story. The the show, but then I looked at it. I was like, oh, they got another 15 minutes.
1: What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, show to the point you almost could have argued that, hey, he's about to beat Drew McIntyre. And then I also thought about the same person, 9 out of 10, that produced that Boneyard match uh, and, and was given direction like, okay, take your talk. Y'all do what y'all want to do. It was probably the same person that said, show, say what you want to say. Do what you want to do. And Drew McIntyre went with the flow, listened, and did what needed to be done off of show's lead until it was time to go home. That's and respect.
0: That's the match. that's the match that Drew should have had with Brock. Yep. Yep. Instead of that F5, F5, F5 kickout. Hulk up. Hulk, Hulk up. There you go. Claymore, Claymore, Claymore. Claymore.
1: Because as I thought about it after we had uh, got off the show, I'm like, that was damn near a Hulk Hogan match. And I kept getting angry. I kept getting angry. You. And then here we (laughs) go.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was waiting for a leg drop to come in there somewhere.
1: Yeah, but I definitely wanted to make sure I said, beyond a shadow of a doubt, great job, big show. I mean, Drew McIntyre was already made. He's got the belt, but Big Show made him look even bigger because that one Claymore out of nowhere by the end of that match, because it was just dominance. So the show became and grew to bigger than life. Like he was a giant at that point. But then you see the one hit a quitter. You're like, oh, snap. That's all it took. And show is down. So the beast was conquered with four. The largest athlete in the world. The Giant was conquered with one. Who's going to test me now? Right. So, great production, great storytelling, great ending, great unexpected with the after show pop. Uh, I wasn't expecting that to happen at all for that to be an extra match. So, kudos to the WWE for finally keeping kayfabe (laughs) to where nobody leaked it. And those that tried to leak stuff actually got fired immediately. Quickly, and I'm quite sure they gave them an NDA as well, so that way, if they said something else, they'd have been fired and broke because they would have sued the crap out of them. Because there's no way under normal circumstances, if Corona wasn't happening, oh, that'd have been leak guaranteed. Oh yeah, guaranteed. But to have oh, that yeah. so close to the vest, close quarters, this is one of those. Truthfully, it sucks, but this was the best case scenario for the WWE. And I'll leave you with just this thought to sum up. I fear for AEW on Wednesday. We talked about it last night. They have to have the show of shows. Because now, as we found out tonight, AEW's tape show is going up against NXT TakeOver. They can battle with just traditional NXT and then beat NXT in the ratings. That, that's fine. WWE's cool with the, the capture that they got. For NXT on Wednesdays. Even if they're falling behind. They don't like being second. But at the same time. The, the demographic that they're pulling. And everything is cool. But when you have a takeover. That that takeover feel. Oh we all know that's never been a bad takeover. So if you got that level. Gargano versus Ciampa. Is going to crush Jericho versus Matt Hardy. I mean you needed to be doing. MJF re-whipping. Uh, Cody Rhodes. On Wednesday, in order to be able to go up against that, and then you've got a women's ladder match, and, and whatever else they plan on doing, Keith Lee, uh, you know the tag championship, Velveteen Dream. I mean, it's just too much. That's that's going to happen on Wednesday from a booking standpoint. AEW has to has to surprise the world to be able to maintain what they are going up against because now it's about to look ugly and they still have to build towards guts and glory or blood and guts, whatever they want to call it these days. Who knows what, if they even going to do that right away, or are going to do another pay-per-view in between. And then they're trying to crown a TNT champion and all those other things, but they've got to come correct. So tell me what your thoughts are because the deck is stacked against them at an alarming rate
0: at this point. Well, First of all, to end everything on Raw, this would be the worst post WrestleMania Raw that they've put out in a long time.
1: But you got to give them credit for it, Dre. I mean,
0: I mean, I give you some credit for trying, but, you know, under the circumstances, but still, when you put this Raw up against, the last, say ten, post WrestleMania Raws. This was dead last. Yeah, but you, I can't group that with them. Because, I can because well, it is what it is. They, they they put they put they put out everything a else.
1: Everything else had a, a, a an audience. Everything else people were able to fly fly to them. They could do surprises. They could have people in the backstage for cameos. They could do so much. Plus, you had the Hall of Famers there. All those times. I mean, there was so many things and factors that could be thrown in in the three hours of just boom, 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 boom. And in this one, you had to do the best you could for who's living in Florida. That wasn't quarantined or has COVID or injured. (laughs) I mean... For what they had, I'm not, i just say,
0: compared it, it, to my, Mondays. It's my opinion. Just my to, opinion.
1: Com- I'm just saying, compare it to other, the past few Mondays, maybe. But don't compare it to the prior years, because there's no way it's going to live up to that. No way.
0: Well, going to what you were saying about AEW versus NXT. Yes, there's, AEW is going to have to bring it, knowing that they coming in blind as to what was going to happen because this, all that, whatever is going to show up on Wednesday happened prior to anything that happened unless they decide to pull some magic between now and then and rework what they, what show they got. So we don't know what's go- what AEW is going to bring. Hopefully they'll bring something substantial and with everything going on with NXT, which is already in the can, which is already in the can, you know, and seeing what they did with the big show and then the aftermath of WrestleMania, you know, they're gonna bring they, they're gonna bring some heat. Mm-hmm. So Wednesday will be very interesting to see what happens with Wednesday night. It's gonna that's, this. Wednesday night is going to be a very high rating, as far as um, viewership. I think. Oh yeah. Because you because know, usually you got sixty six hundred six hundred seven hundred thousand people looking, maybe up to eight hundred. We going, we breaking seven digits on Wednesday each. I agree. So. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's um, I'll be definitely watching to see what happens and keeping up with all the dirt sheets and podcasts and whatnot to see if anything comes out. Because even though it shouldn't, somebody might leak something. So right. it be interesting to see.
1: Yeah. And also it's a subtle dig at AEW. For this TNT championship Because it's now NXT TakeOver USA It was never NXT USA they were just going to do the TakeOver matches uh, For NXT That's all they were saying we're just going to do it that way But then, now it's USA is Getting it's own branded thing Which is something that I've called for In prior shows why can't we Have USA Have Class of champion-esque type of pay-per-views being shown on the network free fully produced just like it was in wcw you know you had the clash of champions you may not have had pay-per-view or anything else but when clash came on by god you was right there watching it because you knew you was going to have everybody there and there's going to be the big matches and 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 still continue with the storylines so this could be opening the door for that to be curated down the road if it goes well and the viewership is where it needs to be USA can say, "Okay, we got something. A couple months from now, let's do another one. Let's do another one." And then you've got
0: takeovers mixed in. I don't know because Vince has already said that this is the last WrestleMania on the network.
1: I don't. So, do I don't, I don't know. agree with that because you're, you're killing your own idea. You're, if you take pay per views right. out of it, what does the network have?
0: No. They're looking at they're looking at the money aspect though because they've lost a lot of money on this coronavirus thing. Everybody I mean, got has house shows. Yeah, everybody has. But you know, Vince is like, you know, we giving away all this, all this, uh, all these uh shows to try to keep up, all these good, all these pay-per-view quality matches trying to keep up, you know, uh why would I give away because e- even on because I got I got Verizon. Verizon was selling WrestleMania for $29.99. For pay per view, mm. I don't know what Fight TV was charging. They were probably charging about the same thing, but they were just trying to make money. And Vince is moving closer and closer to bringing all the pay per views back to pay per view. So he's talking well, about well, taking well, ducks, not so much pay per view,
1: but you know, like uh, on like ESPN Plus.
0: No, 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 Things no. Like he's that. talking about pay per view. But you got to buy it on buy it on pay-per-view. He's talking to he's talking to like uh Fox They're, uh like you said, ESPN plus and Fox and their um uh uh streaming um outlet and a and a few others to try to get money because he's like I'm somebody wants somebody wants to watch WrestleMania. They Buy, they get the WrestleMania and the the, the, uh, the uh, WWE Network the day before. Pay nine ninety nine and get WrestleMania pretty much for free. Yeah, is that well, he said? He said he never. He said he never really agreed with that anyway. That was the idea of the two executives that he got rid of a few months ago.
1: Yeah, and, so, I, and I'm quite sure the board. You know, it was just one of those concessions he had to make to try to get the network off the ground which I, don't, I didn't agree with it either, giving it away because I'm like, oh no, man, I'm paying 9 month, 99 a month, which I don't mind because it's still a better value. You know, because if I just bought the Royal Rumble at WrestleMania, that's the entire year of the network. Two pay-per-views covers, or the two major pay-per-views cover the entire year. So I'm like, it is what it is, but it's, it shouldn't have been given away for free for so long because you can manipulate it even if it is that one time all you need is that one time, which is WrestleMania and Royal Rumble. And then there you go. You're done. So I, I agree, but I don't agree with it. They can get rid of that quietly and nobody's going to worry about it. They just need to have bigger things happening on the network, not take the pay-per-views off the network, because that, that's the attraction to the network.
0: They don't have well, enough original do. content. If they do take off the pay-per-views, it should be only the big four.
1: Yeah. I mean, if I had to make a concession, actually, well, yeah, I guess. If that's all they give them. But then again, I I would just do the same thing on Fox Plus or whatever that mess is called or ESPN Plus. I'm just going to sign up for the free subscription (laughs) or for the free trial, watch it, and cancel it. Heck, I just did it for CBS um, to watch all of Picard. Canceled it the same night, because I binged it early in the morning on Sunday, and by Sunday night, I finished the entire season, and we're done. Because there's nothing else. I don't need CBS Plus or CBS Online. There's nothing else I'm watching until, unfortunately, I just discovered tonight that Vincent D'Onofrio has another law and order criminal intent type interrogation show, then I'm like darn it, I may have found something. But that that's besides the point. So
0: well, if I that's don't know. the case, still get NBC too, because you know uh uh Christopher Maloney has got his own show now too. Oh no I,
1: as long as he goes back to for the last episode of Law and Order SVU. That's all that matters. That's all I care about.
0: Last episode? What are you talking about?
1: What when they do a last episode of SVU, whenever it ends
0: no, 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 no. This, this is what I'm I, talking no, I, about. Well, I know what you're saying. Off, I'm saying as
1: long as he... I don't care what he does, but as long as he shows up at the last episode of SVU, that's all that matters for Maloney to me.
0: Well, you I got another wanna... three years for that. I know. I'm, I can wait. They just renewed for three more years.
1: Oh, it ain't going nowhere.
0: Yeah. What I'm
1: saying, whenever it happens, then that, that's that's all I care about. Because I like to show happy on uh what was that? Uh, not uh on sci-fi.
0: Yeah, I think that's I think that's done.
1: Yeah, that's done. That's on uh, Netflix now. But that was a really great show.
0: Yeah, he, they he are making a great shows That's fellas. why he's supposed he's supposed to be the he's supposed to be the head of some uh, major does not major crimes, but um.
1: What are you doing, NCS, Maybe a homicide
0: NCIS type of show. A homicide crew or something, but it's based in New York. So, they're talking about doing, like, crossovers between that show and SVU. Now, if they do that, I'm in. You got Oh, me. they're, they're going to do that. They're going to do that. I'm they're in. Gonna be, they're going to be crossovers because they're already talking about the first episode is supposed to have the risk of Hargitay in it. So.
1: Oh, my God. You got my money. See, I'm done. <laughs> you got my money. But see how quickly I marked out and, like, you, you, I'm paying for it? That's all you got to do on the WWE side for the network. Have right. the quality content, you got me. But if you take it away, as long as they
0: keep making episodes of a of ruthless aggression, they got me.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. That's that, that's not not. I'm not paying for that. I'm paying for the pay per views.
0: I'm just going to cut. I'm paying for the pay per views, but I mean, you got to have something else to keep. You no, no, keep you going. I'm good.
1: I'm good for the pay per views. Because remember how how many times you were like, man? I like- I can't afford sixty dollars once a month for twelve months if you're just doing WWE. When you had WCW, thanks Eric Bischoff. Uh, now we got WCW popping them off like it's going out of style. That's a lot of did money. Did you see the?
0: Uh, did you see the YouTube video of uh, Eric Bischoff from last night?
1: Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: it, it was great that he <laughs> was marketing out of himself. They fired me in October, and then I'm part of the main event in April.
1: Has that ever been done before? (laughs) (laughs) No, sir. But if anybody was going to be part of it, it would be you. Rightfully so. So you didn't get the official nod for this year's Hall of Fame, but yet they nodded you in as a consolation in the main event at WrestleMania. Well, I'll take it. But then somebody asked, did you get paid for that? He's like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) But hell, that's still a rub in itself. Because now he could transition and use that to sell uh, more subscriptions to Patreon, so people can hear him on eighty-three weeks. Right. So it's 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 a win technically in his pocket one way or another backdoor, it. so he's still getting a rub out of it. So a lot of parameters that are coming off of WrestleMania, a lot as stemmed off of this Monday. So now we're looking forward to the Wednesday night war between AEW and NXT. And then we're going to see what's going to happen on Friday because they had a lot of hype on a little promo for SmackDown, but we still don't know exactly what's going to come into play with the fiend, um, which is really the big thing that we want to see what is going to happen with the fiend is John Cena going to be there. Where are we going with that and how are we going to put the cherry on top of that Sunday? And then after that, guess what? It'll be Saturday again in time for us to discuss on the Easter Eve show because so much is going on. I just realized I wrote the Easter schedule like, oh, dang, I'm working. OK, so <laughs> that's a thing now. Uh, so we will be doing our Easter Eve show next Saturday. So happy upcoming. Good Friday to everyone. And uh, yeah, it is the season. How time is flying when you have a coronavirus going on. Right. So, as always, James, it's been a a pleasure. We went a little bit over that 30-minute special, but I I, I think we had a a phenomenal show and and really came up with some great ideas that could get stolen easily by the WWE and us not get paid for it. But I think we'd be okay with that because it's the Monday after WrestleMania. James will probably say, no, you still need to cut my damn check. So...
0: Oh, you yeah. need to cut my check regardless.
1: Yeah, so. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna take the mark out award for that one to know that it's probably gonna happen that way. Sad to see though that we don't know what the deal is with the twenty four seven championship. That was the one thing that was kind of left out. Gronk still has the belt.
0: Well, that will show that'll come up on Friday because you know he's smacked now.
1: Yeah, but they could have they didn't even mention that.
0: Yeah, they're going to save it for Friday.
1: I guess that's fine, but, you know, there's still a title change. So, James, I appreciate you as always. KG is on special assignment. His assignment is sleep because not only does he have to be on time for his first day of school, he also is such an overachiever. He wanted to be on time for the second day of school that nobody really cares about. So, (laughs) he's out there doing his educational higher learning, getting – Paid a little bit more because I'm now a, a boss type of thing You know he's got a big head so He, he just don't want to hang out with the cool kids anymore He got to sit off at the new table With the people that's getting paid more And uh, us lowly folks Are just down here in the trenches Hashing out Great ideas that are going to get stolen And used in future storylines and creative
0: Well maybe he'll, maybe he'll Maybe he'll show up After we get done here.
1: He better not show up on our show This is our Monday show. He can come back on Saturday. He got a whole show on Saturday based off of Go-Go and everything else. If he has something, he better not. You show up. (laughs) You stay out of here, partner. (laughs) Sorry, James, man. I appreciate you as always. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, we don't do overtime. We just don't do it. We will talk to you all on Saturday, same bat time, same bat channel. On the Mothership Wheels are going to be up and ready to make it happen. So we will talk to you guys then. Have a great week.